Pickaxe. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We are a video game radio show and my name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. Anne! Hello. <laughs> it's a genuine pleasure to see you. Thanks, sorry, I'm just going to unzip my bag. I'm not happy about the content of that. Why have you brought that <laughs> in? Uh, um... Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen today? Three health, of us back in the studio. Health and safety. Uh, it's three out of three today. We're all still sitting down. It's a fraught <laughs> changeover today, wasn't it? Very fraught. Very re- Do you remember a time before the wind? No, no I don't. It's, it's been windy forever. It feels like someone's just discovered a Unity plugin that makes wind, <laughs> and they've put it in all their games. Yeah. Blustery walking really, across really I remembered one reason why I wasn't here one week. Okay. Because uh, I nearly got stuck in Norway with Storm Kira. Wow. I ended mm. up coming back on a plane with Ricky Gervais. And I was almost like, if the plane goes down, it'll take me. But, you know, wouldn't be the worst. Crikey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I didn't expect her to go. No, there I didn't first. know in this new Be Kind era. I thought, well, here we are. Be kind to people who are also kind to other people. Okay. Take down a plane full of innocent people. Just. Well, you know, hopefully everyone else would have got out and hopefully he'd have been <laughs> fine, but maybe it would have just made him rethink. Whereabouts what? <laughs> Whereabouts was he sat? Oh, uh, so he was sat in row A. So, what was that? One. Uh, Row one, A, B, C, D. So he sat, what, he, sat, he sat by the door, was he? No, he was on the other row, side of the very, very front, other side of the plane. Other side of the door, right. Not totally so he wanted seat. everybody to see him, did he? Do you know what? Because everyone had to walk past him. Yeah, yeah. Apart um, from Tony Blair. But, uh, so we uh, eventually, eventually landed back in the airport. Maybe it was Heathrow? And we had to get um, <laughs> one of the buses back to the terminal 
not old Gervais. Mm. He got a, car, a special car. Did he? With a little light on top. Wow. Came to pick him up so he didn't have to get on the bus with all of us normos. Right. <sighs> Did he interact with anybody during the flight? I mean, to be honest, he seemed quite nice and he, was, he wasn't rude to... And yet you've wished him harm? Yeah. <sighs> Did you not think to uh, interview him for One Life Left? I did not think to do that, no. Maybe, maybe he's listening. Maybe. I reckon. It's a good way to charm him. Okay, do we yeah. need, need him to apologise? <laughs> it's nice to have you back, Anne, actually, because uh, all uh, um, popular comedians have been uh, safe they, for, the, <laughs> for the last few weeks. Um, well, glad you made it back. Thanks, yeah. Were you, were you uh, how, how late were you? Quite late. Like, well, how, how did you entertain yourself? Um, well, we were flying business, so in the lounge. Did you? Yeah. Oh, so, you know, swings and roundabouts. They've got swings and roundabouts. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Different life, isn't it? How are well, you, Steve? I'm good, thank you, Simon. Uh, it's been a busy week. Uh, on the internet I've been blogging You have been blogging I've haven't been you blogging. Genuinely intimidating blog What we've been doing Anne, while you've not been here has been uh, we've, we've uh, repurposed the show <laughs> to be all about the triforce.com Our new blog mm-hmm. which I've... we're monetising with Patreon Yeah $3 a month Come on So far How many sign-ups have you got? Three So that's $3, $3 each <laughs> no, Oh no, no. $3 in, in total. total Okay so, uh, yeah, I've been blogging, I've been writing, that's been enjoyable. Uh, planning mi- Marioki at GDC, which uh, tickets go on sale on Wednesday for that. So really, really excited about that. Assuming GDC goes ahead... Well, I'm going. I'm going. And? I've got really good flights, so... So, <laughs> hmm. so we'll all be there. We'll have a nice time, won't we? Yeah. Regardless of what happens. Maybe we can just represent for the games industry. Maybe this is all it needs. Just us running around the Moscone. Yeah. See you there. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, Anne, are you, are you ready to do the news? Very much. Okay, it's been too long. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. It's 7.05 on Monday the 24th of February. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Sony has announced that PlayStation won't be attending GDC and PAX East due to increasing concerns over coronavirus. PAX is running this week in Boston with GDC in San Francisco during the middle of March. The company said, We felt this was the best option as the situation related to the virus and global travel restrictions are changing daily. We are disappointed to cancel our participation, but the health and safety of our global workforce is our highest concern. Since the announcement, Facebook and Kojima Productions have also pulled out of GDC. So I have some questions about this okay does this mean uh no one from sony or from facebook or indeed from oculus is allowed to go to gdc like what if you'd book some holiday to go to gdc are they just saying we're no longer booking hotels booking flights we're not letting people speak there or at least you know can are you allowed as an employee of of those companies to to say i want to go i'm going to say yes i guess if you're doing it as holiday you can do what you want Mm. But okay, well, <laughs> unless you work for Facebook, because <laughs> they'll know, won't they? Because you'll be putting all your pictures up. Um, I think it's just them. I assume it's just them pulling out of. You know, there's not going to be the big PlayStation thing in uh, at GDC on on the the show floor that there usually is, and 
uh, and they aren't going to be sending people there for that. Do they have a thing usually? They have to because they, they have a conference. They have a jobs thing. They have a the jobs expo. thing. But do they typically have a uh, sort of conferency type thing of their own around that time, or do they only do that at E three? I think they mostly do that, do that at E three. Yeah, I, I've walked past a very big PlayStation stand right. thing. And do they have a? Do they have them? Um, I mean, presumably they have a lot of people there for networking for business purposes. People go out there to meet them, don't they, to try and get their games signed by them? So it's a big, big chunk missing. Do you think that people are just going to end up having um, like phone calls or maybe video conferences and then going, "Hang on a minute, we could just do this anyway." Well, luckily we have a kind of proof of concept happening right now, don't we? Uh, Mobile World Congress that was cancelled about a month ago. Uh, and that's the biggest. That's the GDC for uh, mobile. Um, mm. The mobile, ge- uh, not just games, mobile industry, mobile phone mm. industry. And I know a lot of people who were going out there uh, to do games-related things and, and mobile-related things. Uh, and then the whole conference was cancelled, like completely. And uh, a lot of those people have just gone. Well, it kind of doesn't matter. We're still going to go out there because Barcelona is a nice place to hang mm. out. And also. Uh, the part of the conference that they were there for is not really the talks, right? The talks give an excuse for everyone to coalesce around them, and they are brilliant at GDC, like really, really, really good. Um, but a lot of the people, a lot of the attendees in San Francisco at that time don't actually go to the conference. Indeed, they only have their conference badges so they can get in and meet people while the talks are going on. And uh, so actually all of that networking will still be going on, even if, and I don't expect GDC to be cancelled, I really hope it isn't, but even if it was, you know, I imagine a lot of people will still descend on the city anyway to do that networking, albeit not with Sony. Yeah, I didn't realise the Mobile World Congress was due to start today. I was just, I was just checking that, mm. right? So the, the, you're right, they'll be out and about. It'll be, it'll be ten past eight over there, though, won't they? So they'll probably have had their dinner. Not in Spain. It's just starting, isn't later, it? Yeah. Eat later, Oh, yeah. That's a good point, actually. They'll yeah. have just got up. They'll have had a nap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you're all feeling okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Microsoft has confirmed an opt-in scheme for cross-buy for the new Xbox Series X in a blog post. Smart delivery will empower you to buy a game once and know that you are getting the right version of that game, whatever Xbox you're playing on. That means that if you buy a game for Xbox One, for example, you'll also get the Series X version. All Xbox Game Studio titles will support this as standard with other publishers encouraged to opt in. The Xbox Series X will also have a 12 teraflops GPU. And who doesn't enjoy saying teraflops <laughs> it sounds to me increasingly like the series x is going to be microsoft's last console so what you take from it is it i think it sounds like they're, they're, they're heading towards a, a model which is you know <laughs> more pc based and you upgrade this thing indeed it like sounds like the series x is kind of an upgrade of the uh, xbox one anyway they're going as cross-platform as they possibly can um, and uh, what they want is a is a box they can just add to uh, over the years, and people will be able to run the software forever on it. Maybe until they go, no, that's too old. Like everyone eventually does. Uh, yeah, I mean, what I took from that blog post is that I want to marry Phil Spencer. He's been he's got a Series X at home. He said they've been playing on it at home. If we lived with him, then we'd we'd have the scoop. Why on do it. you want it? Oh, just for the you know, just for like. the just for the podcast. No, I've said before. I think they've really uh, seized the initiative uh, this generation. The fact that the Series X will play Series X games, Xbox One games, Xbox One X games, 
360 games and original Xbox games, I think they said. Um, those that you can currently play on your Xbox, you will, you'll be able to play next generation. So previously, you've had to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to hope that either the backwards compatibility was built in, um, as it has been with PlayStation, or emulated, as it has been on a couple of other ones. What they're doing you now is giving you the confidence that, you know, because often um, in the year of a new hardware I- I- iteration, people sort of uh, will stop buying because they're like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to buy this new version anyway. I think with um, CD Projekt coming out today and saying, if you buy Cyberpunk uh, when it comes out in September before the Series X, and then you get Series X, we will give you that, you know, as part of it, which is absolutely right mm-hmm. um some people point it was it was rockstar that made you buy gta again and mm. and uh, you know w- yes we did <laughs> um but but that but that doesn't feel right so yeah you know everything that they're doing um in terms of letting you play your games across whatever uh the, the experiment with cloud-based stuff is is is, is really cool so um yeah and, and game pass because they've also said that that will so how are they doing the backwards compatibility with with the older systems well, I which have very different i'd better tell you wouldn't i <laughs> um i don't know i suspect i suspect given that not everything is backwards compatible mm. um i haven't kept up with that side of things for a while but they used to sort of release waves of games that were now backwards compatible mm. i would imagine that it's software um, you know, because this thing is 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 pretty powerful. Whatever twelve. I think it's that is. every time that you buy the game, inside that game is a littler <laughs> game that will just play on a different. And inside that one, there's right. a littler it's game that will play one. on an older it's one. Little, uh, yeah. Okay. Little. Second question: Why do we care about uh, teraflops? Why do we care about twelve? Well, apart from that, such a do you want to say it again? Teraflops. Yeah, it's quite funny. <laughs> but why do we care? Well, again, from what they said today, uh, it's about uh, graphical fidelity. Um, uh, uh, that combined with the SSD, um, where they're talking about enabling you just to pause a game, jump into another one, and then instantly resume on like on multiple games. Wait, wait, wait. So, right, okay. First off, graphical fidelity. Yep. Aren't we fine? Like, isn't everything fine? Currently, you've got your 4K uh, TVs, haven't you? No. Nope. You know, we're not animals. Okay. So soon, you, know, <laughs> you will evolve into a 4K TV. Um, games typically run at 30, 30 or 60 frames a second, mm-hmm. so this is going to enable you to do more if you want to. If you want to go to 120 frames a second, I don't know. Okay. Um, All right, sort so... Of bigger, better worlds. Uh, <laughs> what is a GPU? <laughs> graphical processor unit. Okay, Correct. that does make sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the, all that of your... That scans. <laughs> so the... So why do we? So we care. We we have this sort of general notion of bigger worlds, and uh, although to me, aren't games big enough? You've been playing The Witcher for ages. Well, do you want The Witcher it. to be any bigger? Uh, Actually, you do, don't yeah, you? I like yeah, all right. Um, secondly, what was the what was the next thing you were talking about? Like pausing instantly. Well, resuming? So they're talking about the speed of their SSD, um, which uh, is a solid state disc. Anne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. Where you know you, so the big thing is about removing loading for all transitions. So the idea being that um, you know games used to be designed with those limit, limitations in mind. The Resident Evil, famously, the the reason why Resident Evil the original ones has doors is because it's loading it in the background, right? It's, so it's yeah, it's, and you get those S shapes in corridors exactly, in first person yeah. shooters, so, so you can load, you can't see around the corner. So in theory, you should be able to, and you know th- th- certainly this power won't be appropriate for everybody but you know if you like red dead redemption gta those sorts of games then uh, it's gonna it's gonna enable them to do you know uh 
I, I, I imagine it was no coincidence that the, the Batman games were always set at night when they've evacuated all the all of the civilians because <laughs> they don't have to model a load of NPCs, non-playing characters, um, uh, within the city. And so when they did Spider-Man, that was so refreshing because it it was in the daylight and there was stuff going on around. You know, the 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 big AAA boys are going to be able to do even more of that. I have yet to hear, even in... I, I thought you made a pretty good argument there, but even in that, I have yet to hear any impact on actual gameplay, on the experience that you'll have, other than it's shinier. You know, and there's, you know well, an I, actual I, example of something that can be different in the next generation that I, I, is, I think, is not possible now. I, so I think these SSDs are going to be the, the biggest... Uh, or the most obvious change. So okay. the idea that once you are downloaded or installed or what have you, that actually everything should be instant, I think is 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 gonna, you know, because we all joke about not turning on uh, a PlayStation because mm-hmm. it's it needs to patch or what have you. And I'm mm-hmm. sure that there will be some still be some hefty downloads. But this idea being that you know going through the logos every time you want to switch games or what have you mm-hmm. uh, you know even with the convenience of the switch i still find myself going well can i be bothered just to quit out of this for five minutes just to just to g- open it again and click through all that sort of stuff so mm-hmm. all of that should go and so i think that will be the most obvious thing again it won't be appropriate you know certainly to the games that we publish that you will see no difference i would have <laughs> thought because we don't need an sd and we don't need 8k tv resolutions or what have you but those big blockbuster games um they they should give the creators even more power to bring these worlds to life. So yeah, in that sense, and again, again, not all those games are for everybody, mm-hmm. but um, there have been some uh, leaked videos on the internet which have shown what the difference between one uh, AAA game um, from a couple of years ago and what what that what that could look like now, looking on uh, running on next generation consoles, um, and and it's it's uh, it's chalk and cheese. Hmm. Uh, I've got another question. Mm-hmm. What does the X in Xbox stand for? And the B? And the O and the other X? That's D. I cannot answer you. Anne? Got nothing. And finally, Angry Birds s'est associé à l'application de apprécié de langage duolingo. Les personnages des jeux offrant des encouragements aux personnages utilisant Duolingo et des bandes annoncées de jeux figurant dans la version gratuite de l'application. Duo, le mascot interrogé à l'application, figuré dans Angry Birds 2 pour être lancé sur les ennemis. And you'd all understand all of that if we hadn't allowed Brexit to happen. Hey! <laughs> That's really hard and I knew that was going to be really hard. I tried to make it very short. Can you do it? Uh, for all you blue passport holders, and finally, Angry Birds is, has associated itself with uh, language learning application Duolingo. Um, the people that are in it, something about Duolingo again, and the mascot. Yeah, so basically, Duolingo and Angry Birds have teamed up together to do what I think is just some cross-promotion. So within um, Duolingo, you you can see some of the birds in there. Duo, the little... uh, I can't remember what it is because it's in French now. (laughs) Duolingo, the little mascot, appears in Angry Birds 2 and you can fling it at your enemies. Perfect. So that's a... That's a thing that's definitely happened. Oh, no, it's um, in uh, Duolingo, the free version of Duolingo, you uh, get trailers for Angry Birds 2, um, as, as you're saying. 
Right. Isn't that great? That is great. I think that's what um, Duolingo and Angry Birds yeah. have been missing. It's great, isn't it? Do you remember when we uh, did the radio show at Nordic Game and we were above the Angry Birds people? Yeah. And we got them to throw yeah. birds at our balcony. It was really good. It was really good, but you then did that joke. Yeah. Do it again. What? What joke? We were on the balcony. Yeah. And below us were the yeah. Angry Birds team. I don't. But that's s- the joke. And what did you say? I don't remember. What did I say? Shakespeare. Rovio, Rovio, <laughs> where for out that Rovio? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> there we go. Uh, have you got any more news stories, Simon? Uh, I've, I've dug out. Uh, well, here's the thing. I've come to a couple of sites and everyone's all over this teraflops nonsense. Yeah, it's an easy thing like, to take the oh, mick out of, isn't it? 12 teraflop target. Every, ter- you know, that's on VG 24-7. Gama Sutra. Oh, front I thought page. Twitter. They were, everyone's no, joking, no, no, joking about it's, it. It's, it's Gama Sutra. Microsoft confirms Xbox Series X will pack 12 teraflop GPU. Uh, they, so they love that. There's a couple of other things, though. Uh, I think um, we find that's a graphic processing unit. <laughs> Uh, come to GDC and learn Pixar secrets for creating awe-inspiring visuals. I'm only reading this out because it's an announcement on GarmaSutra.com that friend of the show, uh, Michael Fredrickson, is going to be doing a talk, technical director at Pixar, uh, talking about Pixar's uh, graphical secrets to game devs. We, of course, met him at GDC when he came on the show for the first time to talk about his game. That's Kenya just zone. quite the journey he's had, isn't it, from shuffling up to our trestle table yeah. to headlining GDC. And look at that. When no or, one else turns up. <laughs> I feel like we facilitated that, right? We facilitated that. He really that, is so. standing on You're the welcome, shoulders Michael. of giants. Like so many. He's done a biffle, as yeah. they say, yeah. in the industry. So that's good news. We'll see him. I guess we'll get him on the show yeah. as well. Uh, Simon, you got anything? It's not jokey, but it's uh, it's happened recently. So, you know, I guess it's news. I haven't got my headphones on, so I can't hear them. Okay, it's, it's gone. It's, it's, it's on. gone. Okay. Uh, Bethesda pulls games from GeForce Now. More publishers may follow. Uh, Bethesda Softworks has also opted to remove its games from the NVIDIA streaming service GeForce Now. The removal was announced on the NVIDIA forums by community manager Corey Banks, who now noted that Wolfenstein Youngblood would still be compatible with GeForce Now. News follows Activision Blizzard's decision to pull its catalogue from the streaming service just one week after launch. Uh, that's from uh, GamesIndustry.biz. So what's written going by James on there? Batchelor. Well, it's difficult to, 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 to so know exactly what's happening. This is... So I'll tell you what I understand. Yeah. Like, so this is... Uh, GeForce's rival to Stadia, uh, where you can play games on a big server in the cloud somewhere. But the difference between it and Stadia is you can play games you already own. Is that right? Yep. Okay. So I thought, well, that sounds like a much better proposal than Stadia. I didn't understand how they'd made that possible. Or how, you know, whether they've been working with devs to make that possible. And if so, you know, there are a billion different devs and loads and loads of publishers. How this was, you know, legal and agreeable. It turns out, I guess there are some issues there. Well, um, yes. So they ran a trial in which I think everybody was happy to participate, it seems. Well, certainly mm-hmm. Activision and Bethesda were. Um, and we were as well, uh, my day job. And um, uh, it's been a service that, you know, I think we all... We all we'll recognize that cloud streaming uh, will play some part in the future if if not the present and so i was keen just to uh see how it was and get involved the interesting thing comes i think because it's such an unusual proposition that you know that actually if you work uh, if you if, if your games are on this service should you benefit from them right and so that's mm. a question the companies 
are, are having to ask themselves at this stage. So you mean if people have already bought the game yep. and then they are continuing to run it through this service, yep. should, should you, you then get benefit? Given that s- NVIDIA are charging a monthly subscription right. on the paid-for tier or nothing on the free tier. And I guess NVIDIA would argue that what you're doing with that paid-for subscription is you're renting out their computers. That's what they're doing. So what, you know... And you've already bought the software, yeah. so why should they give you some money? Do, do games publishers, developers, do they expect to get money from the graphic card manufacturers who enable you to play our games, or hmm. the internet service provider that lets you play multiplayer? Uh, and, and the answer is no. That you know you don't get money from the monitor that shows your 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 game. So it seems strange to me, and certainly from you know our point of view, we're a, we're a premium publisher that uh, that you know you we, we do. Uh, generally games that are pay once and that's it and if you bought it like why should we expect to get more money from somebody because you are then playing that game and i guess if if you buy a new pc we don't get any money off you no but the answer is uh i guess when a publisher is of a certain type size they can essentially say well it's not about whether we deserve it it's that we want it you know sure there may be more things going on behind the scenes there there may be other agreements um that uh limit what services some games can go on because that Mm -hmm. is becoming uh, more commonplace for a, a number of reasons, mm. uh, but it's certainly true that um, that doing it now, so soon after the public launch, I think is a really messy, confusing thing to say to consumers. Again, you know, uh, hold them up as another assigning example. Uh, CD Projekt said this week, if you buy Cyberpunk on Steam, you'll be able to play it on GeForce Now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I've got a gaming PC at home, but uh, if I want to play out and about, or whatever, continue playing wherever you know where you want to, if you play at home and then play at work maybe da, da, da. those would be uh, real real world examples then i'm more likely to buy it on steam because of this and you can play it on uh, can you play it only on other computers or can you use a cell phone to play on you can play on your cell phone as well you need a um okay. a, a, a game pad uh-huh. um uh, this weekend, so I was trying out uh, GeForce Now, and I, I so I bought No Man's Sky, bought it on Steam because it's playable in in in, G, in GeForce Now. Um, yeah, I played it on PlayStation years ago. I've not played mm. it for ages. And I'm like, okay, well, let's let's see what's going on on this, and it was great. I was playing it on a, you know, on a laptop that shouldn't run uh, No Man's Sky. Absolutely fine. You know, I'm going to be pretty annoyed if that suddenly gets pulled out somewhere mm. through. You know, anyway, it's just interesting times. You know, I don't know whether. Uh, I, I'm not saying who's right or who's wrong, but uh, certainly there are a lot of angry people on the NVIDIA forums who thought that, you know, A, they were signing up for a service that had a certain amount of content, or that B, had bought stuff specifically to play on this service mm. and it suddenly gets hoiked. And I think it's really funny that they leave Wolfenstein Youngblood, I haven't played it, but <laughs> I don't hear very good things about it, on the, surface as, uh, on the surface as some sort of proof of concept. So, I don't know, we all need to uh, think hard about mm. that. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's not, I don't think it looks good. It's not a good look. No, it isn't. It isn't. Scans? I think it might be xylophone, Mm -hmm. baby, octagon, xylophone. Thanks, Sam. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scanford.
you're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Uh, this is another track from chipmusic.org. Uh, it's difficult for me to tell you what it's called because it's called something different on the iTunes where it's playing and on uh, on the title. But it says here it's uh, Dante's DMG in 2020. So let's go with that. It sounds very, very good. Uh, how are you guys doing doing very well just yeah. over here just over there I can yeah. tell it's good to have you back Anne thanks it really it's is really yeah, nice I, it was, I mean it's a marked improvement on the news that we've had for the last few weeks oh gosh we've got the users to submit it user generated content yeah, yeah. it was good wow it was good. it was good in that we didn't have to do anything I'm not sure about quality it's obviously better when you do it um, you're going to be here next week I hope so I'm not what are you doing going to, t- to Tenerife Oh, nice. On business. I still think Tenerife is a weird place for business. Why? What do you think they get up to over there? Just only fun times. <laughs> okay. You're thinking of Gran Canaria. Oh, am I? I don't know. No, I, I think know. Tenerife. Do you? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I won't be getting fun times over there. No, only business. Very, very business. Business Byron. Going to fly business class. No, I'm not. I'm flying jet two holidays. Ooh. Um, <laughs> but you have I, I, to but, do that if you're going business. Well, they ask well, you. Well, th- and that's the thing is that I've, last time I went on business, as we were um, going through the gate, I was flying with Jason. Um, uh, we, I handed our boarding cards in and they just went, have a nice holiday. <laughs> <laughs> it's business. <laughs> like, BA back though, so. Yeah. Good for you. Are you here next week? I'm here next week. Yeah, good. In theory. Are you... I was trying to get Dan Marshall on the show this evening. Oh, where is he? Well, he's busy. Doing? I don't know. He didn't say. But I said you should come on and talk about your game. Dan, are you running right now? (laughs) Stop. Email us. Turn (laughs) around. Come on the show. Oh, that's a shame. Would have been nice to have him on. I've Mm. got a call later. Do you? Mm. Who with? Talking to Demir from Reboot about... um, about possibilities for maybe doing Marioki at Reboot uh, this year. You don't need to have this call. You can just be listening now. In fact, why don't we have the call? Well, he did ask. In lieu of a guest. He did ask if he could have a shout-out. And right, and there we, are. there we have it. Well, I, well, you know, he did also... He, he was talking previously about how, you know, synergy with the radio show. I was thinking it's been a long time since we've done a, a broadcast at a, uh, at a conference. Yeah. And I can't remember why that is. It's because it's bad. Oh, yeah. That's right. We are quite bad. When it goes we... badly, doesn't it? Yeah. Really we bad. only ever do it at GDC because we have people who actually know what they're doing mm. there with us. I mean, we did it at Nordic, above Rovio. Yeah, and how did that go? Well, you did a we good joke. One joke. One it, joke. It's really, really good. Uh, and uh, have we done it anywhere else? Did it develop years and years ago? I think that's it, isn't it? We did Game City a couple of times. Maybe yeah. maybe we just need to do it in Croatia. Practice. Maybe that's the, right, yeah, maybe maybe that's that's the answer. Thing. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Thanks, Tamir. Uh, Shall we get on with the letter section? Yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. Before we get on with the actual letters, a uh, thing you don't know, Scants, unless you listen to the radio show. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to the radio show mm-hmm. last week? You did. But that rem- refresh me. So, well, you'll know about the apology we have, oh, to, yeah, we have exactly. to make to Marsh. Because of what happened. Yeah, big sorries. Yeah. I mean, it's not our fault, though, is it? N- never is. <laughs> but in this instance... It was. No, no, it no, really it wasn't. isn't. Definitely isn't. Uh, yeah, Marsh sent us some uh, some stamps. Don't act innocent. He sent us some stamps. Oh no! 
I've uh, seen the receipts, mm -hmm. but they're not up. They're not upstairs. Posted three weeks ago. But were the stamps just inside the envelope and none on the envelope? It's a proper sort of Royal Mail uh, presentation pack. Whoa! Sent to us. Now, I've not seen them. I've not seen them either, as we've established. And you were missing. You've been yeah. missing since that. And you, very interested the in the value yeah, of those very stamps. Interested in the value of those stamps. Yeah. So, uh, you know anything about this? I mean, no, I don't. But, but, but earlier, wait, 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 wait. Before get. we started this, she said you knew everything about it. Start yeah. this piece. I did. Um, I'm interested in why you're going through your own pockets now, Steve. <laughs> you did, Just you, bringing out my police ID. You, uh, looks like you're doing your own sort of staff search. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking for uh, okay. looking, looking for the the tweet so I can show Anne and see. Uh, I haven't been on Twitter, so that's the other thing. You don't need to because you knew that's exactly what happened to the exactly stamps. Exactly what's happening with the stamps. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll continue to investigate that. Uh, scans. Yep. Uh... Hello, team and SSG question mark. This is a very last minute letter. Uh, don't know if you're still accepting letters, but here's one anyway, unless you're reading it next week. No, it's it's now. Uh, after getting back into Ace Attorney's Spirit of Justice, I found myself using my 3DS a lot more in order to get cracking on my huge 3DS backlog, including uh, Zelda Majora's Mask, Phoenix Wright versus Professor Layton, Persona Q, Persona Q 2 and Metroid Samus Returns. Uh, as I've been taking it out and about again, I've been hoping to get uh, some more street passes, yet despite my 3DS, uh, despite my 3DS on me constantly, I've yet to receive a single one, leaving my street pass puzzle forever unfinished. Is there an outdated or expired feature of a game or system that you miss? And that's from Grey. I hadn't thought about that. All Shame, those isn't it? Street pass. Yeah. Moments. You used to get loads, didn't you? We, had, we, we got a guest on the show, didn't we? <sighs> Via a man I picked up on the street pass. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a shame, isn't it? And it's disappointing not to see something similar on, on the, the old Switch. Switch. Yeah. Mm. Imagine how many you'd get then. Because when they brought the Switch out, they were saying this is not a follow up to the. You know they're still going to keep the 3DS line going, but and they do as well. And, it, and I'll, I'll be I'll be honest with you, it annoys me that they keep the 3DS line going. Yeah. Do you think there'll be another clamshell device? No. No, I think it's over, That's isn't it? it? Yeah. I think. Um, Although phones are getting clamshelly again, aren't they? No. I saw that. You see the Motorola Razr. Yeah, you see yeah. it? <laughs> Don't want it. Yeah, but I did no. see it. Um. Do you see that Nintendo? One of Nintendo's new adverts is two people sitting like across the aisle from each other on yeah. a on a train, yeah. and it's like meet your match yep. or basically date someone who also plays Switch. Um, well, well, when one's got an original Switch and one's got a Switch Lite, haven't they? Yeah. What you fucking your eyes at me for? <laughs> <laughs> what was that for? It was just an observation, wasn't it? Is that your natural response to me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I said? Which one's got a switch light? I don't know. I'm just, I was, but I don't know. But there's it, a switch and a switch light on the bus. Okay, I was rolling my eyes at the fact that I assume it's the woman who has the switch light. Oh, well. Are you rolling your eyes at me then, or I the patriarchy? A symbol of the patriarchy sits before me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a switch light. I don't, obviously. I've got, I've got. Well, uh, no, I was just assuming that they've probably done something annoying like that. Is, is there an outdated or expired feature of a game or system that you miss? No, everything should end. 
Robert Wells writes, hello team, hello SSG. Casually in conversation last week, someone asked me what I was playing, and this led to me trying to explain the plot of Smash Bros. Ultimate. It does have a plot, but it's one of the most ludicrous, overblown fantasy stories. What part of the world of video games have you found the silliest to tell someone else? Pip Pip Robert. Well, evidently, it's that someone's using a Switch Lite. Someone's <laughs> using a normal Switch. I'm going to check it out. I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to Google that. I'm going to see. find... No, I'm oh, gonna you, find, yeah, you're yeah. going to do it right yeah. now. Don't worry. I'm going to do it on my much bigger phone than yours. I'm actually doing it on my laptop. Okay. <laughs> that is a big phone. Yeah, really big. What was the question? Plots. <laughs> video game plots. Plots for adverts. Plots for people having a nice time in a safe world. Happy, happy world of video games. Safe times. Which Nintendo. plots do you find oh, the most embarrassing Nintendo. to to explain to others is that the that's the yes. question isn't it so basically all video game plots are quite quite hard to uh, hard to articulate in a way that doesn't make you sound like a child I generally have very little about uh, I generally know very little about what's going on in whatever did I'm you playing. did you you found yourself immersed in The Witcher I did and I had a, I had a broad understanding of uh, what was going on but that was that was a little trickier because there was, there was some history that I wasn't privy to mm. Um, but uh, there, there, there were definitely bits where I was like, oh, have we met this kind of... I mean, I, I did play some of it whilst drinking. Yeah, anything by Squeenix is essentially mortifying to explain to an, uh, an adult, uh, particularly Kingdom Hearts, obviously. Mm. Uh, I'm no, busy. We've, we've got another letter, so... Yeah, so, so you need to start the theme one. again. Uh, okay, Chris Conroy writes, Dear team... Letters. And maybe, just maybe, SSG. Sorry, Chris. Last week, one of the PC gamer writers published an article criticising corporate satire in games that generated quite a lot of attention and popped into my timeline. So being the ingenue that I am, I opened the comments to find a barrage of abuse along the lines of, OK, Boomer. But as the Boomer was a company rather than an individual with feelings and opinions, probably not of said generation, and now I feel like I'm living in my own yes, yes, no, or in some late 90s Radiohead vision, and when did I get so out of touch, and just who are all these people, and why are they so angry, and can't we all just get along? Please help me make sense of this. And then he links the tweet. Your culturally confused correspondent, Chris Conroy. Okay. Did you see this, Simon? I have a real problem with the PC Gamer Twitter. Oh, what what is that problem? Well, so I've just opened it now. So here we are. Look, PC gamer. Mm-hmm. So he's linked to the tweet. Corporate satire games is funny. I'm going to click the link. Every time you click it, it gives that blocker at the bottom. Goes, oh my god! It looks like you're in the UK. <laughs> Read their UK edition uh, for content related to your region, and you click it, and it's just the same again. Right. Yeah. Presumably because it's like, oh, they want to charge someone more to serve so the adverts in pound sterling or what have you. But and as far as I'm aware. They don't. PC Gamer doesn't generally segregate its international editions on various Twitter channels. So every time I engage with them, which presumably is what they want me to do, I then get a pop-up screaming at me, go, "How dare you read this? You're in the UK, not the US." What was it about? I, I think. Right. The piece is saying. Um, is the piece saying don't satirize? Don't satirize stuff anymore. Uh, I quickly find here's a quote I quickly found the aren't big companies bad haha brand of jokes tiresome so I think that probably people on Twitter are saying yeah okay it's alright for you to say this but you're pushing ads at me all the time Uh, you're part of the problem of course you're trying to defend big corporations shut up you're a big corporation right I think 
it must be really tricky being a freelancer right now yeah right and so that's where this stuff is coming from it's just people going well what hasn't someone else written about i know i'll do it i saw um Eurogamer, i think it was was running a feature of why isn't there a game based on this which i thought hats off to you freelancer who pitched that idea because presumably there's a reason why there's a game that that doesn't exist to those specifications and it's not because someone's written it for Eurogamer. Mm. Yeah, uh, I, I absolutely feel for freelancers writing a very, very different time to when we were writing. Uh, it must be really, really hard work. And also, hard work that just results in lots of people getting annoyed at you on the internet. Yeah, which people is... being snarky on the radio. We're not being snarky. We're trying to make head nor tails of this. Chris's letter was about feeling bewildered by people getting so, you know... A bit, being a bit snarky about the Euro Snarky. Yeah. Why uh, make a game based on this? Mm. What do you think, Anne? I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> what um, search terms have you used to to get to where you wanted to oh be? Oh my goodness, so many. Nintendo Switch advert, new what? Nintendo Switch advert, Nintendo Light advert. Does Nintendo advert hate women? That's a dick. Oh, no, it's not there. Okay, so that wasn't a no, it doesn't. No. Right. Have you tried Nintendo Tube adverts? Oh, good one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. Okay. I don't think we're going to find it. But sh- yeah, yeah. I'm going to. Even if it doesn't, the the, the uh, fact that it could have. Yeah, I know. Is made you angry. I think she had a lighter coloured, like as in <sighs> colour. Like I don't think her. I think his was the grey one. The original? Yeah. The heavier? Yeah. The he- Switch heavy. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that hers That's was disgusting. like... disgusting. Isn't it? Simon, but it is. <laughs> no, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Uh, if you've got any letters you want to send to One Life Left... Or if you've seen that advert and you can just send in um, a photo of it, team at onelifeleft.com. Send it to all of us so we all know at the same time <laughs> if I was being unreasonable or not. I wasn't. (laughs) All right. We'll have another bit of music and we'll be back after this with uh, reviews. Like bringing people together, like 
I want I want it to have said meet your match or okay. find your player too. Did it say that? No. No. Okay. Uh, you're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show. And this is Dumbug UK Wonky. It's from chipmusic.org. Uh, it's absolutely brilliant. Like, really, really enjoyed the music. We have played today, uh, but I always do. What are you up to, Simon? I was just correcting the year that I was Googling the TV advert from us, like Nintendo Switch TV advert 2019. <sighs> it's not that anymore, Steve. You've got, to, you've got to move with the times. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Well, we will find this advert. We will track it down. Uh, it's quarter two. Should we get on with the reviews? Sounds about right, doesn't it? Okay, here we go. Scans. Thanks, guys. Uh, I have been playing Tint, Ooh. which is an Apple Arcade game. Ah. And I liked it because, uh, well, I, I got it because it looks nice. Um... So, Tint is a puzzle game with watercolours mm. where you have uh, a little flower symbol and then you have little spots of watercolours and you have to match the colours, the watercolours, to the colour of the flower to let the flower blossom so you can move on to the next level and you can mix different colours together uh, to make sure that you get the right colour for the flower to let it bloom. Uh, but sometimes... You can't put uh, the paint through an existing line of the same colour, which I did not understand for quite a while. Um, so it's quite a nice, like, relaxing-y, very pretty puzzle game uh, that I was definitely trying to make too hard too early. And I've now... I started using the help bit a couple of times because I was like, I just don't get it. Uh, and it was much easier than I was trying to do it. And I think... It's probably not that I'm too clever for it. It's probably not that. Um, I think I just didn't quite get the rules of it, or it didn't. I yeah, I just didn't learn them at the beginning, and so now I'm finding it a bit hard. Does that make sense? Yeah, perfect sense. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Very very pretty. It's just not clicking with me, and I am artistic. Yeah, I played it for uh, five minutes. It didn't really click with me either and those are the sort of games game? yeah it mm. is that's your problem how, isn't it how are you, you getting you are, on you aren't invested in it that mm. should be, you're bouncing off them because yeah. there's no because there's no commitment if you, if you pay for it you you play for longer I, I, th I think that's that's true I don't think I would because I am so rich <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not I'm just very I will put stuff down very easily because I don't care <laughs> I'm really not. I'm really not. Uh, um, no, you might be right. Because um, I've got something else on there that I also thought looked quite pretty, and I'm like, well, I, I'm, I want to get on to that how one are you, now. How are you generally getting on with Apple Arcade? Are you using it? Are you? Yeah, I tend to go onto it every like few weeks to just go, basically, what looks pretty, and I will judge the entire game on the little square, and that's it. So how much is it costing the company? £4.99 a month. Okay, is, are you sure about that? Because I, I think it goes up, doesn't it, at some point? Is it definitely £4.99 a month? Just take out a bank account. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, what would you give it? 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. Sounds about right to me. Uh, shall I review something? Yeah. All right. Um, I have been playing Devil's Kiss. Have you now? Yes. The 
Ben there, Dan that, visual novel. Prequel, and in fact, I've not just played it, I've completed it. Oh, well done. Yeah, really, really enjoyed it. So this is a visual novel that uh, acts as a prequel to Lair of Clockwork God, which is Size 5 Games' new release. Very, very clever bit of marketing, I think. Uh, so drop this tiny, tiny, tiny thing. Say you can pay for it, or you get it free with uh, the game that I'm actually properly releasing. Um, so it is a knowingly produced visual novel, i.e. a game that is barely a game, although we are pluralists about this and believe that all things are games. Everything's a game. Even Simon. Simon, a game. You, looking for how much we've spent on Apple Arcade? Game. A game. Everything's a game, and therefore Devil's Kiss is a game, even though all you're doing it is looking at pretty pictures and just clicking through them and reading Dan Marshall's funny dialogue. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I laughed twice during the half an hour. It's really enjoying it for you, isn't it? Yeah, it Half an hour. Laughed out loud, lolled twice uh, during the half an hour it took me to complete it. Then I played Lair of the Clockwork Gods, uh, which is a hybrid of platforming and point and click. So you move along. uh, Dan, he's a platformer. Ben, he's a point and click guy. Mm. When they get together, it's murder. (laughs) (laughs) So you use Dan uh, to to platform around the levels and to make clear Ben's path through the levels so he can come and do a bit of point and clicking, object based puzzle solving. Like all of Dan's, uh, like all of Size 5 games, uh, point and click games, it is ingenious and has some very, very clever and funny. And also, uh, again, knowing uh, references to point clicks of past and how ridiculous puzzles are. Um, uh, it's funny. When you load it up, uh, it loads up a logo. The Unity logo pops up, and then something else pops up, and then another logo. And, and then you start thinking, never heard of that. What's that? Uh, anyway, it goes on infinitely. Generates <laughs> generates popping in into, in logos. I thought that was really, really funny. Uh, yeah, he was, was going to come on the show. Well, I tried to get him on the apparently, show. Yeah, apparently he's running. So... So yeah, seven out of ten for both of them, Simon. I've started, and you know maybe it's good I'm not on the show next week because this is another biggie. Is it? Uh, it's Dragon Quest, whatever number it is, I forget. Um, so you bounced off the card game, the Witch card game. I did bounced off it quite hard. Yeah, yeah. we talked about that last week. Do you want to just um, bring everybody up to speed with what happened last weekend? Yeah, Witch card game. <laughs> <laughs> it was more of Boing. a bouncing sound, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so start Dragon Quest. I've I've never played any of the other Dragon Quest games to any uh, significant extent. I might have loaded a couple up. So this is, uh, this is Final, Final Fantasy, but not right. Yeah, I don't know. I've known nothing about them. Yeah, I think that's um, the I, 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 but no. Let, well, sorry. Let's pretend I do. They are like similar to Final Fantasy. Every game in the Dragon Quest series is different. Takes mm-hmm. place in a different universe. Mm-hmm. I don't know this. It sounds about <laughs> right, doesn't it? With different characters, different, at different times. So, um, so, you know, one of them was a singing singing game. I don't know. If that's <laughs> They're the games that when they drop in Japan, they shut down the country, don't they? They're the, they're yeah, the, they are big deals. Big deals. Um, uh, this one is out on Switch. It's, it's come out on other formats. Is it new? Again, yes or no. All right. <laughs> uh, it's new to me, certainly. Well, and no, in fact, sorry, it's a remake, isn't it? Of course. Um, right. Okay. So it originally came out. It was a. Uh, it was an old, eight bit, sixteen bit. They're all the same. Aren't twelve. They? Twelve bit. It was twelve a 12 bit. bit it's twelve bit um, game. JRPG, mm-hmm. which they've uh, ported into three Ds. Oh. So uh, going into it very much, eyes closed. Um, That's it's... not a good way to play games, Simon. <laughs> Depends what game, and we're pluralists. There's plenty no, no, of games right. without. Okay, yeah. um, 
didn't really know what to expect, apart from the fact that it was voted uh, by readers of Nintendo Life uh, the best game of last year, the year that The Witcher came out on Switch. So wow. I'm like, well, you've got some work to do here. Yep. 2019? Yeah. That big year. I know. Whoa. Um... So it's good so far. Um, I don't, you know, it's usual stuff. I, I was abandoned as a baby oh. um, and thrown into the river. Heard that story before. <laughs> and then I got raised and then I sort of got attacked and a thing lit up in my hand. And I've met up with a, another naughty boy. Uh, it turns out that the people aren't what they seem. Um, so, yeah, so, so you know, uh, turn-based battles, fine. Um, however, it's probably, the, it's probably the nicest I've ever been treated as a player. Oh, um, in terms of just like how it, so it will go well. Oh, uh, how do you want? How do you want to play this game? Do you, you want to play it like this? <laughs> yeah, I'll play it like this. Okay, well, don't worry. You can um, you can choose this at any time. All right, fine. Uh, in game, it'll go well. Okay, uh, this is what this is what your objective is, and um, you go okay. Right, normal stuff. I haven't got a lot of patience and stuff like this. But then first person you'll meet go. Hey, I hear that you're off to do that objective. It's just up there. <laughs> That's where you go. And you go, okay, cool, I just got there. And so far it's been sort of so easy. Um, it's been, yeah, so everything about it. And uh, what it does, and I've not done this yet, is you can opt to change it in, you can opt to play it in glorious, it looks lovely, 3D visuals, lavish cutscenes. Or you can jump back to the old top down and play it play it like that. You can only, you can only check, make that switch at churches, of course. Of course. Of course. But it's very nice about it. So well, if you want to do that, well, what we'll need to do is we'll need to create a new log, save log for you. Is that okay? Of course, <laughs> you do what you like. Um, I'm about six or seven hours in. Uh, yes, yeah, good. Uh, yeah, so I'm finding it so far, like early stage, I know. I was looking at a website on, on Deku Deals. Um, it tells you how long to beat and uh, how long, how long to, to finish it, and then it gives you a time for completionist. 54 hours, I think, this was, whereas which was 51. What's, uh, what's the time for completionists? Is that like hundreds? Ooh. Yeah, hundreds of hours. Maybe. Sure I don't know. I won't, be, I won't be completing it. But, yeah, so far, having a nice time. 7 out of 10. I played a couple of other games uh, this week. If you could just give me a second. I played... Uh, so I played the Pedestrian... Uh, I don't think that's, that's just well everyone seemed to like it but it looks just lot, a lot like framed to me mm. is it just like framed so the pedestrian is a puzzle game where you are a little dude on a sign and you move between signs by connecting up these signs in a 3D environment thing is this 3D environment sort of effect is just an effect you see the lusciously modelled 3D uh, world that you are moving through, but you are only really looking at the metal signs that you are playing the game on and moving those around. Um, and really, that's only the only stuff you care about or notice. I did not find the game very engaging. Uh, I love puzzle games. I did not click with that. In fact, you could say I bounced off it. Pew! <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I don't... Really? Boing. That's better, yeah. Yeah. Like yours, I mean, yours was more of a like bullet pinging off. Yeah, because I think this sounded very like aggressive. You're really you bounced. Off. Yeah, you. Were, I did. I did not get on with it. No, it was more. I didn't get on with it. Have been on. Yeah, so that was that was. I don't know. I guess a slight disappointment to me uh, because I think it looks good and I love uh, puzzle games. But I also played the amazing shrinking giraffe. Of course, you did. Right. <laughs> So um, I'm sort of obsessed with with this game and uh, and the guy who made it. I can't get on the store page from here. Um, 
uh, maybe I can quickly Google it and, and pull it up. So um, a while a while ago, uh, going through Steam, I found a game called Wild Animal Sports Day. <laughs> And in Wild Animal Sports Day, you play one of, I think, five different wild animals competing in a series of six events, all of which are very bad. Like, very bad. There is a game where you, um, I think your animal spins around on a, uh, on a, on a revolving board and you have to kind of throw darts uh, at a dartboard while they're doing that, and it's like one of those old darts games. There's a game where you do high diving and you sort of bounce off the high and spin around and sploosh in the water. Very hard to do anything. The control system's quite bad. There's a game where you're running around on the uh, gymnastics mat, twirling stuff, and you've just got to survive for as long as possible while picking up uh, pickups. Um, it, it's bad, but also it's brilliantly made. Like most bad games that you download, things that are objectively like quite bad, crash. But this is so robust and sort of knows what it is. I couldn't shake the feeling that this was made by a game developer who really knows what they're doing. Uh, and I just, it makes me laugh. It fills me with joy. And I've played that game for quite a lot. And then I was scrolling through Scheme and I saw The Amazing Shrinking Giraffe and I'm like, wait a second, I recognise this aesthetic. It's bright, it's colourful, it looks absolutely insane. Um, and it's, yeah, it's by the same same person. And this is his, I guess, take on um, No Man's Sky or everything. Right. So you are a giraffe, you can shrink up as big as you want to universe size or shrink down to essentially molecule size and go onto planets where there are creatures roaming around and you can go on their backs and shrink down further into their fur. Uh, the whole, this universe is modelled, there's, you know, loads and loads and loads, I guess thousands, maybe millions of planets, I don't know, you can go onto all of them. They're not very different, but they're all there. Um, you fire lasers, or no, hit stuff with your space sword, and they pop, and I don't really know why. None of it makes any sense. It's incredibly cheap, and it is broken. This one has crashed on me. But I love it. I love that it can exist, and I don't understand who this person is making these things. There's No one seems to be aware of them. Um... I think there's more to this than meets the eye, but I don't know, and I love that it's there. Anyway, 7 out of 10. Thanks, Dee. I hadn't heard of those. Yeah, I don't think anyone has. Intriguing. Hmm. Check them out. Nice Uh, to have you back, Anne. Yeah, it's good to see you, Anne. Good. Uh, I'll I'll see you again next week. Yeah. Won't Uh, see you. Won't see you. Good luck in Tenerife. Yeah, no worries. Get tan. Maybe you can Skype in. Business tan. (laughs) (laughs) They'll, they'll check it out on, on they won't just let you on the flight back get, home if you're not tan go out sunbathing but only with a tie on <laughs> alright uh, we'll see you all see next you week later. bye, bye.